0: JKP Films Presents If Cain Were Able Episode 11
1: Later that night, Eve is sleeping in bed. Poor Hope walks through the doorway of her room and creeps up to her bed. He's wearing a black hoodie and black jeans. The hood's over his head. He puts his hands around Eve's throat and starts strangling her. She opens her eyes and sees Paul. She struggles to speak, but only murmurs and groans come out. Eve's eyes plead with Paul, but only anger and determination can be seen on his face. Eve shakes her head and tries to remove Paul's hands. Paul applies more pressure on her throat. Eve starts to get drained. She pulls away one of Paul's hands for a second. No! Paul, no! Paul grabs her again. He applies more pressure. Eve starts to pass out. Tristan gets out of bed. Mom? Paul pulls out his knife, stabs Eve, and runs to the doorway. As he makes his way into the corridor, he knocks Tristan over. Paul tries to continue running to the front door, but Tristan grabs his leg and pulls him to the ground. Tristan scrambles up and pulls Paul's hoodie off. Paul looks at him. Tristan freezes with shock. Paul punches him, sending Tristan flying. Paul then drops the knife and runs out the flat. Tristan gets up looks into his mother's room. Eve is barely conscious, furious. Tristan turns around and runs out of the flat. He looks left, then right. Paul is just going through the doors to the stairs on the right. Tristan runs flat out into that direction. He swings open the door and looks down the stairs, feet pound against the stairs above him. Tristan looks up and then races up the stairs. Every so often, Paul looks over the rails at Tristan and then continues running off. Tristan almost stumbles, but regains his composure and runs even faster. Paul reaches for the door handle to the roof, pulls it open and runs onto the roof. Tristan starts to bound up two stairs at a time. After a little while, he reaches the roof and chases Paul. Paul leaps from one roof to another and keeps on running. Tristan does the same. Paul tries to leap to the next roof, but doesn't quite make it. He reaches out and grabs the edge of the roof. He's hanging by his hands off the side of it. Tristan looks over and sees him. Paul turns his head and looks at Tristan. Tristan walks back. He's about to take a run-up.
2: Tristan!
1: Tristan looks behind himself. Then he looks at Paul with a pained expression. Then he turns around and runs as fast as he can back to his mother. Once he reaches her, he sits beside her on the bed, looks down at her, and cries.
2: (laughs) Did you catch him?
3: No. But next time I see him, I'm going to kill him.
2: You can't. He's your brother.
3: After what he just done to you? He's nothing to me.
2: He will always be your brother. Please, promise me that you will try to make it up with him.
4: I can't.
1: Tristan checks her pulse, shakes her, and then he checks her pulse again.
0: Mom, please! I still... Mom! Mom!
1: (laughs) Tristan gets up, walks over to a bag, opens it, and pulls out a canister. On the side of the canister, it says Disintegration nanobites. Tristan sits on the side of his mother's bed silently says a prayer to himself he then holds the canister just over his mother's chest and presses the button on top of the can suddenly a syringe pops out from the bottom of the can and pierces his mother's chest within seconds nanobites travel down the syringe into Eve's chest they then start entering his mother's bloodstream and attacking her cells within moments Eve disintegrates Tristan picks up one of his mother's notebooks and hugs it he then stares at the bed where she just lay and cries. <laughs> <Mom>. <laughs> After a few hours, Tristan opens up one of his mother's notebooks and starts reading it. Night turns to day. Early the next morning, Tristan is walking down the street, he has a rucksack on his back and he's still crying. A short distance behind him. The member of the Righteous, Dan Brown, who was looking at the flat the day before, is now following Tristan. The member of the Righteous is trying his very best to be inconspicuous. Tristan is still walking without looking backwards. He suddenly rushes around the corner. The member of the Righteous runs to the very same corner Tristan just rushed around and looks around it. The street is deserted. The member of the Righteous calls a number. What do you mean, you lo- The sheer force of the car hitting Dan sends him flying through the air and the call disconnects. Tristan gets out of the car. He walks up to Dan Brown who's bleeding badly and grabs him by the scruff of his shirt.
3: Tell me where to find him. Never! Tell me.
1: Never! Tristan picks up the phone and presses a button on his watch. His holographic computer appears out of the watch. He clicks a button on the holographic computer to initiate the satellite tracking of the phone number he's about to call. Tristan calls the last number called on the phone and puts the phone to his ear. At that very moment in outer space, a satellite which is pointing at Earth rotates as it scans for the location of the phone that Tristan has called.
0: Come on brother,
3: it's not like you to bite your tongue.
1: Tristan looks at the screen. The same view of buildings from the air that the satellite had is on the screen. A red bullseye scans over the buildings and stops on one warehouse. It starts blinking green and yellow.
3: Target acquired. Don't ignore me. Paul, I know you're there.
1: Paul takes the phone from his ear and looks at it. He's about to click the answer release button.
3: Paul! Yes? I'm coming for you next.
1: Tristan cuts off the phone and clicks the button on his watch. The holographic screen disappears. Tristan jumps in the car and drives off. Moments later at MI5 headquarters, MI5 agents are buzzing around like busy bees collecting intel and analyzing it.
4: Hello, Lady Turner. Uh, Are you alone, Prime Minister? I have something very delicate to discuss with you. Yes, I am. We have a situation here. Two reporters have stumbled on the connection between each of the people we have abducted since the virus struck. I can assure you, Prime Minister, that although they suspect the government of being to blame for these disappearances, they don't have any proof. How much do they know? (laughs) So far, they are just aware of the connection between the people who disappeared after the virus struck, and that the surveillance videos around a few of the missing people's houses have been tampered with.
2: They can't be allowed to finish their investigation, or to publish this
4: story. Understood, ma'am. We just need to find out... Who else has been informed about this story and then we'll take the appropriate action? Oh, actually, on second thoughts, we'll shut this down now and get info we need straight from the horse's mouth. Thank you, Lady Turner.
1: Moments later.
4: Alpha One, do we have eyes on the target?
0: Yes, Red Leader.
4: Proceed with caution. We don't want to alert her of our presence before the Bravo team arrives at her accomplice's house. Keep me informed. Over and out. Lady Turner, the Bravo team is 15 minutes away from the Bravo extraction point. Have we still got an eye on the Bravo team's target? Yes, she's still at home. Control damage. I think we've been made. She's on the phone now. Move in now. I repeat. Move in now.
1: Moments later on a deserted street in Hampstead.
3: Gabby. Thank God you answered the phone. I think I'm being followed. Oh gosh. I'm definitely being followed. Gather everything you can about the case and get out of there.
2: Who's following you?
3: There's no time for Oh my god, no, ah, leave
2: me! Ah. Hillary, what's going on? Let me go, please! Come ah. help? Fix me, please. Hillary
1: A few moments later, in a quiet, secure room at MI5's HQ.
4: Prime Minister, it's done. They're not talking yet, but they will.
1: A few hours later, at the Righteous's hideout, eight members of the Righteous are patrolling about. Meanwhile, in a building opposite the site, Tristan is doing reconnaissance of the Righteous's hideout. He pushes the button on his watch and starts typing on the holographic screen which appears. He's using a hacking software which he created. He initiates a scan and it brings up all of the computers and phones in the immediate vicinity. Tristan looks at the screen and begins typing. Meanwhile, within the Righteous's hideout, Paul is on the phone.
5: Roberta, is there any update on the whereabouts of Tristan Hope?
2: Nothing yet. We're working on it.
1: At that very moment, in the building opposite the Righteous's hideout, Tristan is typing on his holographic computer screen. He smiles and selects an image of a phone which is on the screen.
5: Within a second, he's able to listen to his brother's conversation. The elimination of the threat posed by my brother needs to be our main priority for the time being.
2: I know. We will find him, but I don't think you should kill him.
5: My mother chose Kelly over us, and he chose my mother over me, so he is now our enemy. It
2: just doesn't add up. Why would your mum choose Kelly over you and us, and then keep your brother alive? Surely if she was trying to cover up her mistake, then she would have got rid of Tristan also. I
5: don't know why she did what she did, but I know why she kept Tristan. He was always her favourite. She would never let him out of our sight. Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Keep me updated and be careful.
2: Yeah. <laughs> careful is my middle name. Adios, Paul.
1: Adios. Tristan selects one of the symbols of a laptop on his holographic screen. He sees what the Righteous see on that computer. He selects each of the Righteous's laptops and computers and reads what's on each of them. He then slides the screen over and brings up a GPS tracking nano bug screen. He clicks the activate button, then the target button, and the initiate launch button on the screen. Suddenly, behind Tristan, a canister named tracking nanos opens up and nanobytes, which can't be seen by the human eye, fly out of them and make their way into the Righteous's hideout. Once the nanobugs enter the bodies of the inhabitants of the warehouse, the map on Tristan's screen lights up and shows the outline of each of the people in the warehouse and their movements. He also has the uncanny ability to hear what the host of the bug hears or sees. After a few moments, Tristan tidies away his stuff and starts making his way out of the room. A few minutes later, the eight members patrolling the Righteous's hideout are taking a break talking in front of their hideout building. Suddenly, Tristan seems to appear from out of nowhere. Tristan pulls out his gun and pulls the trigger. The bullet from his gun hits the first patrolling member of the Righteous between the eyes. The first member falls to the ground. The other members try to pull out their guns and shoot at Tristan or they try to run away. But before any of them can let off even a single shot, or get out of harm's way. Seven more shots ring out from Tristan's gun and the rest of the patrolling members of the
5: Righteous fall to the ground. Subsequently, within the righteous hideout, Alpha and Bravo teams, get out there and remove the threat. Proceed with extreme caution. The rest of you prepare to evacuate.
1: Two heavily armed groups make their way out of the warehouse while everyone else starts packing frantically. Moments later, the Alpha and Bravo team search the area around the hideout. After a little while, one of their members picks up a phone, whilst the other members look over the dead bodies of their colleagues and continue to search. Once they finish searching, they make their way back inside of their building and the Alpha team's captain, Carlos
5: Phillips, says, There was absolutely no one out there, Paul. Each of our watchmen had a bullet in between their eyes. The only thing we found was this mobile phone.
2: Profiteers, have you missed me? I know I said that you was next, but then I changed my mind. I decided I'm going to take everything you care about away from you first. Just like you took everything
5: I cared about.
1: Paul ends the call and dashes the mobile phone against the floor.
5: We need to evacuate this place immediately, people. Alpha and Brava team, circle the convoy and eliminate any threats.
1: Tristan sends some nanobugs to the MI5's headquarters, Kelly Shield's office and personal dwellings, Commissioner Rainier's office and personal dwellings, and a few other places so that he can have 24 hour surveillance of these people in order to try and gather evidence that proves his, his mother's, and the rest of the kids that were made after the virus's innocence. A few weeks later, Tristan is listening to the audio from the nanobugs which he planted on the righteous, he's about to turn it off when he overhears something of interest, i.e a conversation between his previous tormentors. Byron, we have to be
3: the ones who capture Tristan. If we do, then the group will finally see that I managed to do something that their beloved leader never could do, and then they will have to make me their leader. how do we capture him, Ricky? Where do we even look? We stay vigilant and listen to our radios so we can be the first ones on the scene when dispatch reports a sighting of him. And we do stakeouts in his last known locations. I don't know, Rick. Even all that, it will still be like looking for a needle in a haystack. I don't need you to know. I just need you to follow orders. I'm driving. We'll start with the flat where he was staying, and then we'll try other locations where he's previously been seen. Oh, but it's 12 o'clock at night, and it's been a really long day. I don't care how much of a long day it's been for you, Byron. You better get in this car now before you make me angry. Ricky, I'm not getting in because you're telling me to. I'm getting him because I want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Just hurry up.
1: Tristan hot his motorbike. The engine starts and he rides off. Hours later, outside of the flat in Stonebridge that Tristan and his mother were previously staying at, Byron and Ricky are holding a stakeout.
3: How much longer do we have to wait? However long it takes. Now shut up and keep looking around. Oh my god. It can't be. What? Isn't that Tristan Hope over there? Hot wearing that motorbike? Yep. That is definitely him. <laughs> and you thought we were wasting our time. Oh ye of little faith. Should we call it in? No. no. I've got to be the one who brings him in. But I didn't bring my gun or anything because you're in such a rush. Well, I have my gun so you don't need yours. We just follow him, catch him off guard when
1: he's all alone and capture him. Tristan rides off. Ricky hot-wires the car he's in and follows at a distance. A few hours later, Tristan parks in a car park by Epping Forest and enters the forest. Moments later, Ricky parks in the car park and then him and Byron exit their vehicle and enter the forests.
0: Hi, my name's Jonathan Poku and I'm the writer and the director of this podcast. If you would like to be informed about competitions, exclusive content and information about this show and other shows created by JKP Films, please go to www.jkpfilms.com. Dot com and subscribe to our mailing list via the subscription box which is at the bottom of the page. In addition if you would like to help us to continue to make this podcast and other projects please feel free to go to www.jkpfilms.com and to donate as little or as much as you would like via the donate button which is at the bottom of the page. Please believe me all donations are always appreciated. Oh yeah if you would like to contact us please email us at inquire at jkpfilms.com. Thank you so much and I can't wait to hear from you.
2: is your odyssey, let the fire burn, consume all my enemies, when the smoke clears from my side, let the quiet calm our hearts. A diamond will never break Nowhere to hide Nowhere to go Is this the end? End of our way Save yourselves, save yourselves Death will not be your fate Let the fire burn Let the choir come along